Jake here. Thank you for taking a trip to the past with me. The original podcast version of The Americans will be released weekly, but if you don't want to wait, then go to jakebible.substack.com and become a paid subscriber. You'll receive access to all of The Americans as well as early release novels, audiobooks, and other exclusive extras. That's jakebible.substack.com. Now enjoy the original podcast production of The Americans. Cheers. Warning. This podcast reading is for mature audiences only. You will not be warned again. Welcome to the podcast reading of Jake Bible's The Americans, book two in the Dead Mech Apex Trilogy. The Americans is a side quill to Dead Mech, meaning it takes place simultaneously with book one. You can listen to this novel first or start with Dead Mech. Go to jakebible.com for more information on this podcast, Dead Mech, and other fiction by Jake Bible. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Americans, and hey, happy Mother's Day to all you mothers out there. Yeah, this is dropping on Mother's Day. I will be having a tasty picnic at a lovely estate here in the Asheville area, the Biltmore Estate. They built it um, just for me, so I could buy a yearly membership and just go hang out and defile the lawn with my, my uncouth presence. I will probably be spitting and scratching myself and in front of the people with their bonnets on. <laughs> All right, anyway, that's silly, crazy stuff. No, it's it's Mother's Day, and um, if you're listening to this on Sunday, on Mother's Day, hey, be sure and get um, Scott Sigler's Blood is Red. It's available on Kindle. Go to scottsigler.com for some more info. Um, and then, you know, head on over to Amazon and buy that puppy. See if you can press... Press... Wow. Okay. Obviously speaking, not good today. No, um, you can push it up the charts. That's that's what Scott's trying to do. Help that um, future dark o- overlord take over the world. Um, and, you know, since I'm saying this out there, maybe there'll be a place at the table for me. If not, I hope he kills me quickly. Anywho, what else we got going on? Hey, you know what else is going on? 31 days of Halloween. It's never too soon for Halloween. I just put out a new ebook. It is 31 Drabbles. Each Drabble I wrote on um, one day in October. So every single day I would just sit down, write a Drabble and um, with a Halloween type theme to it. And the next day do the same thing all the way, 31 of them until Halloween. So it was, it was a lot of fun to do. I did that a couple years ago. And um, now I've put it together with an excellent looking cover. And it's available on Kindle. It's available on Nook. Yes, I'll be putting up um, links at jakebible.com. Also, you can just go to Amazon and um, search Jake Bible, and it'll pop right up there. Uh, You can go to Barnes & Noble, search Jake Bible, and it'll pop up there. And yeah, so good, 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 good fun there. So, you know, 99 cents, what you got to lose by some people. It, you know, helps keep me in beer. Well, it helps keep me in a pint of beer every once in a while. But, um, you know, what you gonna do? All right, I think that's about it. No promos this week also because it is uh, Mother's Day. I am pressed for time. I got to make sure all the ladies in my life are happy and know they're loved. And I hope you give your mother a squeeze. Give your wife who um, has bared your children 
or is it born your children? Yeah, born, birthed, birthed your children, who is now a mother. Give her a big squeeze and say thank you. Because, um, guys, I, I wouldn't want to do that, would you? No, thank you very much. Uh-uh. More power to the mothers. All right, that's about it. Enjoy the Americans. It's a shorter one this week because, you know, it was a longer one last week. And um, I think that's it. All right, am I done rambling? I am. Cheers, y'all. Enjoy. Chapter 14 Oh my fucking God! Melissa exclaimed as she opened the doors to the room she and Beth would be sharing. This is bigger than my entire house! Beth stood in awe as Melissa dashed into the room and leapt onto one of the two king-sized beds. Come on! Melissa shouted, jumping up and down on the mattress. These things have more bounce than a fucking trampoline! Beth smiled at the rare bit of immaturity Melissa showed. Do you think they have us on holocam? Melissa's face instantly soured and she fell to her knees, her eyes scanning the room. I'm sure they do. She got down off the bed and crossed to a door left slightly ajar. She reached inside and flicked on a light, the breath whooshing from her lungs as she saw what was inside. Beth rushed to her side. Mel, are you okay? What is... Beth trailed off as she stared at the largest closet she had ever seen. That's bigger than the flat my foster parents had. Melissa began searching through the dresses, blouses, shirts, skirts, trousers, jeans, leggings, boots, shoes, and hats. She finally slumped to the ground, her eyes wide in disbelief. Everything on this side is my size. Everything. Beth looked to the opposite side of the closet and began searching also. She turned around quickly, her eyes as wide as Melissa's. Are they? Melissa asked. Yes, Beth answered breathless. The two girls ran from the closet and looked about frantically. They soon saw the open doors on each side of their beds, the glint of marble catching their eye. Melissa sprinted to her door. The bathroom is even bigger than the closet, she shouted. So is mine, Beth replied. They peeked around the doors at each other, then squealed and began undressing, clothes flying every which way. Heather stared at the gaudy dress set out for her. She yanked at the note pinned to it. Dear Miss Walton, the note began, the Empress expects you to have breakfast with her in the West Atrium dining parlor at seven o'clock. Please be prompt and properly attired. If you shall need any assistance, do not hesitate to ring. Yours kindly, the staff. Heather wadded up the note and glanced at the bedside clock. 3 a.m. Seven. Jesus, Heather swore as she pulled at her boots. There was a light knocking at her door. What? Lily peeked his head in, instantly saw the dress and grinned, pulling a suit from behind his back as he came into the room and closed the door behind him. You're cursed too, huh? Apparently breakfast is on par with the fucking opera, Heather snarled. Billy set the suit aside and grabbed onto Heather's second boot. Yeah, I'd forgotten what it was like around here, Billy said. This is all Nat's doing, Heather scoffed. It wasn't this bad when we used to be here with Al. I think Alex shielded us from a lot of the pomp, Billy said, tossing the boot aside and turning around as Heather unzipped the briefly worn leather outfit. Probably why he fled as soon as he could. Billy heard water running and looked over his shoulder to see the bathroom door close. Oh, well, nice chatting with you, he sighed and picked up his suit, leaving the bedroom door wide open as he left. 
Where is he? Alexander growled at his sister. You fucking bitch. What have you done to Voss? Manners, Alexander. I'm still your monarch. Natalia activated a security hollow and instantly the image of a bruised and battered Vasily flicked to life. Alex stepped forward, reaching towards the image, his fingers flickering through the empty air. Is that Peter? Alex gasped, seeing the body draped across his brother's legs. He's not breathing, is he? Natalia smiled. No, he's not. The warden says he passed away several hours ago, but Voss refuses to give him up. I figured, what's the harm? Let him have his dead boy toy. What's it really matter? Boy toy? Alex said, stunned. Peter and Voss have been together since they were teenagers. He's family, Nat! The Empress's face contorted with rage. No, he's not, Alexander. You are family. Vasily is family. It's about time you fucking understood that. She waved her hands and the image changed, split and split again into Melissa and Beth staring at their closet one last time before crawling into bed. Billy, sitting in his room alone, one light lit and his nails digging into his flesh as the scabs started to wear off. Heather's silhouette in the shower as the bathroom filled with steam. You need to stop looking elsewhere, brother, and start focusing on what is right here. You're a sick fuck, Nat, Alexander whispered, collapsing into a chair. You're the last one to talk, Natalia said, waving Alexander away. I advise you get a little sleep. We have much to talk about over breakfast. I'm not giving you the BTT. Alexander stated, pushing his fatigued body up from the chair. Well, we'll discuss that in the morning, Natalia smiled. I'm sure we have plenty of bargaining room. The holocam image focused only on Heather this time, and Natalia's smile widened as she watched the emotions play across her brother's face. Get some sleep, Alexander. I promise that everyone will be fine tonight. After that? Alex turned quickly his stomach tightening as he bolted from the room, his sister's quiet laughter following him out the door. Heather let the scalding hot water rush over her as she retched again and again, black liquid swirling down the drain. She slowly slumped to the bottom of the shower, pulling her knees tightly against her chest. She could feel something shifting inside her, and she knew that whatever it was she stole, it was in her now. There was no denying that anymore. Instantly, she was at attention, realizing she hadn't seen any of her gear in her room. She shut the water off, grabbed a towel, wrapping it about her as she searched every corner, closet, dresser, and drawer in her bedroom. Nothing. Fuck! she shouted, hating herself for getting caught up in all the royal drama. It was that drama that forced her to leave in the first place, and she felt wave after wave of shame wash over her for letting it happen to her again. Fuck! she shouted once more, punching the wall leaving a good-sized dent. "'You'll need to take your hat off, sir,' a porter said as Stiles entered the parlor, having been called to breakfast with everyone else. He slapped the porter's hand away quickly. "'I ain't taking off shit.' "'Mr. Stiles, it would be a courtesy to me if you would remove your hat,' the Empress glared. "'As you can see, we are all properly attired for breakfast.' Stiles looked around the room at the fine dresses the ladies wore and at Billy fighting his tall, starched collar. "'With all due respect, Your Majesty,' Stiles said, bowing slightly, "'I don't take my hat off. If you prefer me to dine elsewhere, I would be happy to oblige, but I must insist that my hat stay where it is.' The Empress looked taken aback and instantly turned to her brother. 
It's true, Alexander said around a mouthful of pheasant. The hat doesn't come off. Probably better for us all. Old conflict wound up there that isn't exactly appetizing. The Empress and Styles locked eyes. Very well, she conceded finally. You can keep that thing on, but do not expect to dine with us this evening, Mr. Styles. I have important guests coming, and none of them should be forced to tolerate your American affectation. Styles tilted his hat and took a seat next to Beth. Much obliged, ma'am, he drawled dramatically. Beth had to force herself not to smile. So, Heather, dear, the Empress said, switching the conversation, what a nice surprise to see you. After the annulment, I figured you and Alexander wouldn't ever cross paths. One can only hope, Heather smiled, but life is funny sometimes. Funny, dear, Natalia asked, lifting a gold-dusted scone to her lips and nibbling lightly. How do you mean? God, how Heather hated that woman. She never could stand her before she was empress, and now all she wanted to do was leap the long table and choke the bitch with her own pastry. Just that sometimes, no matter what you have planned, life takes you in the direction it wants you to go, she said, keeping her emotions in check. Not necessarily the direction you want to go. Well said, dear, well said, the empress nodded, turning to her brother. Advice you should listen to, Alexander. The table grew quiet except for the clinking of silverware and glass. After a few minutes, the empress pushed away from the table. Well, I'm quite full. Don't want to make a pig of myself, she smiled at everyone. If you'll excuse us, my brother and I have important issues to discuss. I trust him so much that I couldn't just bear to go through these difficult times without his counsel. Alex, shall we? She put her arm out and Alexander set down the bite he was about to take stood, and escorted the empress from the room, keeping his eyes averted from the rest. Feel free to use the stables if you wish. I know how much you love to ride, Heather. Oh, and by the way, my condolences on the annihilation of your comrades. I guess the time of the Americans has come to a close, no? Billy clamped down hard on Heather's leg under the table, knowing the woman was about to lose it on the monarch. Easy, he whispered. Once their footfalls could no longer be heard, Billy let out a long, slow breath. Holy shit, he exclaimed. Is it me, or is she even bug-fuck crazier than before? The table stayed quiet for a moment longer. Uh, horses? Beth asked finally. I've never ridden a horse before. No one answered. How about I, uh, put it this way, she said a little louder. I would like to ride a horse before I die, which could be tonight, tomorrow, or the next day. The freak's got a point, Melissa agreed. I haven't been riding in years. Can we? Heather didn't respond, and Billy had to nudge her to get her attention. Huh? What? She stuttered. Yeah, sure, go riding. She pushed her plate away and stood up. I, however, am taking a drive. I want to see what's left of the American base. It's a few miles away, but shouldn't take me long to get to. Billy, would, will you go with the girls? Um, no, don't think so, Billy said, looking at Stiles. Stiles says he'll show me around the BTT. The pilot nodded in agreement. Plus, there's something on the aircraft that I could use more than coffee at the moment. Heather noticed Billy's shaking hands and the color of his skin for the first time that morning. Fine, I'll have some of Geltz's men ride out with them. You get yourself right. She gripped him on the shoulder and nodded, motioning for the girls to follow. They quickly got up and were out the door, leaving Billy alone with Styles. Billy clapped his hands together. So, 
Ready to start? Fuck you, Styles said, his mouth full of eggs and caviar. I'm gonna eat until I bust, drink a full pot of coffee, then have seconds before I'm fucking going anywhere. Billy frowned and looked out about the parlor, spotting a small couch in the corner. Oh, I'll be over here. Wake me when your tank is topped off. We'll do, Styles grinned, bits of yellow flying from his lips onto the tablecloth. I have had Miss Walton's possessions removed from her quarters, the Empress began as she and Alexander strolled from the palace and into one of the many large courtyard gardens. Are you aware she is carrying LOMSD contraband? I know she and the others are in trouble, but not the specifics, Alex answered. Right, Natalia responded, not believing a word her brother said. Well, dear brother, I trust you will help run interference if Miss Walton should object. I think you know Heather well enough to know that no one can run interference if she is set on making trouble, Alex laughed. The Empress stopped and fixed her brother with a cold stare. I expect you to try, Alexander. For Vasily's sake, of course. Of course, Alex replied through gritted teeth. Excellent. I have alerted the warden that you will be visiting our brother, the Empress said, taking the prince by the arm. After we have a nice, relaxing stroll, of course. Of course, Alex droned. You've been listening to the podcast reading of Jake Bible's The Americans. This novel and recording are protected under whatever latest, greatest Creative Commons license is out there currently. Share this all you want. Just don't even try to make a buck off it without the express permission of the author, me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information, please go to jakebible.com. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Thank you for listening to this episode of the re-release of the original podcast production of The Americans. Don't want to wait each week for a new episode? Go to jakebible.substack.com and become a paid subscriber. Want more audiobooks? Go to jakebible.com for info and access to dozens of Jake Bible fiction audiobooks and ebooks. Cheers.